And welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Dave. My name is Grant. And it's finale day. It is finale day. Today we're going to talk about Attack on Titan Season 4, Episode 16, otherwise known as the finale of Attack on Titan Part 2, Season... Or, Part 1. Sorry. Season 4, Part 1. As this episode broke, they announced that there will be a Part 2 of uh, Season 4, which I think... You know, to the relief of many, or the relief yeah. of many. Yeah. I don't think too many people were caught by surprise, though. Yeah, um, I think the trajectory, especially in the past four episodes, clearly, yeah, clearly set that up. But it was just still waiting for the 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 actual announcement was was, yeah. <laughs> it, was little, just, it was frustrating. Just, <laughs> yeah. Did you see that little stinger they released? Like it's like ten seconds of like random assorted images right before they announced season. Or no. Part two. Yeah. no, I didn't. It's re- it's remarkably unhelpful. It shows you very little, so don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so we know there's going to be a part two, but it's looking like winter 2022. So it's going to be, this is the last time we're going to talk about Attack on Titan for a little while. Or at least, yeah, at least this in depth. Yeah. So, man, uh, it has been such a blast. This is absolutely not the end. Absolutely you know, not. You know, at the top, we got to say thank you guys for listening. Um, I know we've said that a lot, but, you know, like we said in episode one and, and several times after that, you know, th- we were making this show so that we could talk to each other more frequently. Um, and, you know, the goal was to have more than uh, our girlfriends listen to it. And <laughs> yeah, at this, a, a couple more. <laughs> yeah, man. At this point, thousands of you have downloaded the show. That is fucking crazy. Insane. To us. Hundreds of hours listened. Um yeah, man, it, it's it's hard to kind of put that into perspective. So thank you for tuning in. Um, Grant, should we tell them what we're going to do after Attack on Titan? Well, before that, I also, I just want to thank anyone. You know, this has been a real, it's been a real learning process for, for both of us. And oh, yeah. this, this experience has, I've always been a, a very loud boy. And uh, I, <laughs> the, the shyness I have listening back to these episodes and hearing my my roaring voice and laugh at points, I I, I apologize to anyone's eardrums, but um, it's 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 been a real uh, real experience so far, and I'm looking forward to continuing and getting better and learning more. And uh, but but going forward, so I, we we kind of teased it a little bit last week, but uh, My Hero Academia, it's the next step, Dave. Yes, it is. Season five. Season five, yeah. Um, I think the pilot, not the pilot, episode one, the premiere of season five is out, so that is absolutely what's next for us. Um, and some good shit, so we'll tease yeah, it for you guys. I, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm very excited to you know recap a little bit, catch up on season four, just get a little refresher before I jump into season five, and mm-hmm. then we'll be covering that week to week. Absolutely. Season, uh, you know, My Hero is such a different show from Attack on Titan, so I think you can probably expect our analysis and everything about the coverage of that show to be different, but I'm really, really excited to, you know, to get back to that. But, you know, it was, it was funny. Like, you know, like not, I don't want to get into it, but watching the season five opener or leading up to that moment, you know, I, I was a little, had a little trepidation, you know, like I've, I've loved my hero over the years and they are, it's like you said, they're completely two different shows and not that my hero doesn't have like the the content to really break down and look into but it was it had been a while since we watched it and like the tones are completely different like 
10 minutes into this new season, I was like, oh my God, like we're going to be fine. There's going to be lots to talk about. There's going to be a lot to like analyze and, and, and you know, and um, observe. So it's, it's, it's exciting to be able to naturally transition to a new show like this. So killer. Can't yeah. wait to do that. Um, we're also talking about the idea of even just having a second show that we might experiment with, uh, you know, throughout the week because we often end up talking after every podcast about what we're watching in between all this stuff you know like we talk about falcon and the winter soldier and whatever else marvel is playing and Mm -hmm. potentially other animes so you know we might experiment that uh with that kind of thing too so you know all of that to say long story short keep your eyes uh peeled on the feed continue to subscribe um we're not going anywhere and obviously we will be back for attack on titan season four part two whenever that airs most certainly. So, uh, with that out of the way, um, let's talk about this episode. Um, before I jump in or we jump into the summary, um, we're gonna. I want to give a big shout out to Art of Nate or Art of Night, depending on how he you know changes per per social, um, for the awesome thumbnail. This is a this Aaron themed thumbnail that kind of shows some of the changes we've seen him go through this season. Um, one of my favorite of the whole season that we've done or that we've had on the show. So mm-hmm. that's a, this is a pretty fitting end thumbnail, I feel like. I f- big time. Yeah, really, really good stuff. Yeah, so sh- uh, shout out. We'll, of course, credit you, uh, you know, when we, when we post this. So, so thanks again. Um, maybe we can jump right in to the synopsis. Uh, last thing I should mention, if it is, for some reason, your first time listening to the show... Um, we're met, you know, we're anime only, so we don't know anything about the manga, you know, everything we're going to talk about is just our own breakdowns and opinions of the episode and, and all that. So we're, we're in the same boat as most of you guys. Okay. Season four, episode 16. Flock, Zoe, and the Jaegerists are traveling when they hear the explosion caused by Zeke triggering a thunder spear. A Titan finds a half-dead Zeke, tears open its stomach, and stuffs him inside. Yelena has Pixis and other dissenting members of the military assembled in the Shiganshina district. Yelena then explains the euthanization plan to the scouts. Piek makes contact with Aaron and claims she supports his cause. Under the guise of pointing out her Marleyan comrades, she leads Aaron into the open where Galliard attacks and the, Ma- Mar- wow. and the Marleyan military arrives for a surprise attack. Boom. Boom. Finale. So, <laughs> so... Yeah, what's you your know, what's, what's your gut what's your gut thoughts there, Dave? Wasn't a finale. Like, no, absolutely not. Thank the you. Total total uh, wind taken out of the sails episode in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, because not bad, but like no, not bad. And like you know, again, you know, anybody listening, like we're not haters. Like we fucking love this show. Absolutely, <laughs> we yeah. love this show so much. We talk about it for hours every week. Um, but yeah, not not a finale, and I don't think we're alone in that. You know, I saw lots of lots of people talking about that. I think that this. You know, there's a difference between the finale, right? The closing of an arc mm. and the setting and setting up a new one between just like a straight up cliffhanger. The moment they should have ended the season was even an episode or two ago. You no, know, it should. Here's exactly where it should have been. It should have been Armin saying, "I know someone else who or always or what's the line? He says always wants to kill or or talks about killing a lot." Yeah. And then Aaron arrives, and it should have just went to black. See you next year. That's what they should have done. Yeah, that would have been fine too. Yeah, um, you know, because it's what a separation—a separation of one or two episodes. Like. Yeah, you know, because we have a, so many cliffhangers, and it and it just felt a little cheap. And I don't throw that mm. word 
around lightly. You know, I saw some people commenting, you know, some manga readers commenting like, this is a bit of an exception, and this is obviously not a spoiler because it's so damn obvious. Sure. That, you know, we're, we're not done with this arc. And no. generally speaking, the seasons have come at the natural conclusion of an arc. Mm-hmm. Right? Season one has a very definitive ending. Same with season two. And even season three, you know, there's a very specific ending to parts one and two. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, like some people were saying, this is about 85% of the way through of the story they're currently telling. Mm. Um, so there's just, you know, there's been so much setup, all of this new stuff going on with Aaron and it all kind of finally comes to a head, but then also not <laughs> because yeah. they, they, they take you out at the knees. Um, so yeah. quite literally, yeah, <laughs> right, so, yeah. I don't know. It's more it, like an ultimate episode. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was a, it was a stage setter, you know, yeah. to kind of, you know, a little, you know, a little bit of throwback to, to Willie there, but that's what it felt like, you know, the, yeah. This is, I, yeah, again, this is jumping right to the absolute very end, but I find the closing moments of this of this episode was, you know, Aaron is now on the stage for the world. Mm-hmm. You know, once again, you know, he had his reveal, um, you know, when he erupted from the cellars and killed Willie and got mm-hmm. the arm, or the, uh, the, uh, the Warhammer Titan. So it's, it was very reminiscent of that. And there was a lot of, there's a lot of story beats in this episode. It, it actually, there's a lot of parallels I found between this episode and that one in the cellar between like him and Reiner in the moments like leading up. It was a lot of everyone sitting down, conversing. It mm-hmm. was like lore dumps bet- like within the world to mm-hmm. characters that are kind of in the dark. Mm-hmm. You know, again, that was big major themes in the, in the, and I'm completely blanking on the name of that episode. It was probably at four or five or five or I, six. I forget too, but I don't know what you mean. Um, but you know, so it's like, it's not. But you, but the nice thing is though, I will say, like it ends, and it is going to open to like, it's going to be like cranked oh, to yeah. ten, cranked to ten. You know, it's yeah, it's it's right going to be that. it's going to be worth it. I I genuinely believe. It. I don't. I'm not sad or like angry. It's just you like know what, I, I wanted more. You <laughs> like, know what I can totally see them doing? It's going to be like season four, part two, episode one is going to be like a flashback episode. Oh my god! <laughs> and they're not going to give us the action until like episode two. <laughs> Oh, they're crazy fucking people. Um, but, but we yeah. still love it. We'd, yeah, yeah of we'd course. still we'd love eat it. That shit up. So, so yeah, I think okay. So you know, Grant and I don't talk about our feelings before the episodes. You know, we really try and keep it as fresh as possible. So you know, it's good to know that we're on the same page in that regard. <laughs> um, let's let's start at the top of the episode now that we have you know a good read on on each other. Um, so it, it opens on Zeke, and it's it's his torso. You know, we, we've never seen, I don't think, anyone, including him, like, we've never seen a Titan shifter take this much damage. Um, it was and, it was kind of gross how beautiful he looked. Oh, yeah. In that, you know what I mean? Like, the, this, that whole scene. This whole episode, man, like, there isn't a ton of uh, action, no. save for a couple frames at the end. But um, they have been really going for it in a lot of these dialogue scenes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like in a lot of these still uh, scenes just, you know, with uh, just the weather and the lighting and the shading and just the amount of time that they're putting into character expression. Um, this was also a really beautiful episode. Yeah. Um, Zeke seems alive because mm-hmm. he has an inner monologue and he seems yeah. to be like having brief flashbacks. And then a Titan shows up, rips open its, its stomach and shoves him in. Un- 
un- unreal stuff. So I, you... I, could, I couldn't believe it. I was like, fucker is getting away. So <laughs> like... my thought, and I don't, I don't know what you think, is he had control over that Titan and he called it. Oh. And he is going to do that to recover? Sure. Or like, I didn't, like, did you have a different thought? No, it seemed like, you know, like that the whole scene pretty, the scene seemed pretty obvious of like where there was going, that he was getting away. Mm -hmm. I I hope that wasn't kind of like a hint of like Levi's plan was for not. Yeah. You know, but just to see like the Titan, to see like Titans have like a thought like or like perform an action like that, because usually like they're it's either they're sprinting, running, grabbing, and eating. Like mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, they're, they're not very object objective oriented, yeah. right? So it's it was curious to see, and that's the thing too. We don't even fully know because there's a lot of hints in this episode about like what Zeke's real abilities are and like what like the kind of the the scope of his abilities are, mm-hmm. and. We've only really seen him yell to engage the transformation or to have them engage in combat. Like, it's never been, like, a point-to-point, like, give them commands and have them react. Like, from what I can recall. I mean, he did it a bit in his first fight with Levi in Season 3, but but I, I see what you mean. Like, But, like, to perform an action like that. Like, I thought it was always oh, just, yes. like, attack this person or attack... Like, to, yeah, to yeah, have right. them, like, have a tangible thought. I see what you mean, yeah. Or, like, to choose something like that. So, it's... It, it's it's the out of the whole episode it's the the one thing that i'm just like huh i'll remember this obviously mm-hmm. like obviously like it's it's you know it's a major villain character who kind of you know ripcorded out of the situation so but um yeah i don't know it was it's good to see zeke all half dead looking fucking good for him and nothing on levi man nothing nothing Pre- intentionally intentionally of course intentionally yeah. i mean I don't, you know, I think it, we can both say with a reasonable degree of confidence that, like, you don't kill Levi this way. Like, you don't no. Give him a, you know, give him an off-screen death. But it does make me wonder, like, you know, Flock and uh, mm. Flock and uh, Hanji were, you know, they were on horses riding towards, I think, the, the forest of giant trees when they heard it. And they were making their way there. So I feel like they won't find Zeke, but they could find Levi. Mm. And it makes you wonder what kind of condition that he'll be in. That would be a bummer if that's how he went out, like just like surrounded by Jaegerists and Hanj having to watch him get like shot. Like that would be, you know, good way to kill him though, right? Like because he's not going to lose a fair fight. Exactly, and they they probably know that flock of out of anyone probably knows that. I did find the coolest thing about like the follow up scene of like Hanji and, and and flock. You know, like they're called thunder spears. I know it was so obvious, but like they hear the crack of thunder. Oh yeah, and Hanji immediately knows that that's. Like, I think she designed them right. In season yes, yeah. she knows that's a thunder spear, and it's like there's the whole setting of like it's you know the downpour and the rain, and they hear the thunder, and I was like, that's a really cool little, you know, d- design choice. You know, to, you know, like the, the 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 sound of thunder in the distance when it's actually like the spear going off. Mm-hmm. I thought you know, just, I was like, no, that's that, that's some t- great A shit. I love and that. It, I'm telling you, dude, in retrospect, you got to look at that fucking scene in the first place. Like the scene of Zeke pulling the, the spear. Mm. Look at that shit with a magnifying glass, man. It is so goddamn beautiful. Like yeah. <laughs> that was the best scene of that whole episode. It was such yeah. a, such a killer scene. Um, the next thing to happen is we, we go back to, is it Shiganshina? Yeah. So it's Pixis and, uh, and Yelena. And they have a whole new armband system. What do you mm. think of that? Really cool. Probably some 
this is a really cool scene because both Pixis and Yelena have the opportunity to just to throw some absolute hammers at each other. Yeah, I and enjoy that. B- both of them are just you know very calm, just sort of sparring. Yeah, that's exactly it. They were just sparring back and forth. Both of them had like just absolute killer lines. Um, more you know more in the the, the beginning part when they're they're talking about the armbands. Um, you know, like Pixis isn't a dummy. Like he picks it up right away. Like he knows. You know, he can tell the guy that betrayed him has one color, and, you know, he's got a color, and then he sees someone else who he knows is the Aegris has a different... Like, he just... You know, that's a commander, right? Like, he, he picked it up right away, and he knows. Like, it's pretty obvious still, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was, it was was just good deduction on his part. And Yeah, so they divide the colors basically by, like, an order of loyalty, more or less. Or not loyalty, but even just, like, what kind of a threat you are, right? So white for the Jaegerists, red if you were compelled to serve by the wine, um, and black if you refused and had to be more or less taken hostage and yeah. also ingested the wine. They have a great line. There's a really great exchange in here. There's a few of them, yeah. Um, do you have any favorites? I had one written down. So the my favorite, it was just so... Well, there, So when it strictly comes to the armband part mm-hmm. of the conversation, there's a line where they have some back and forth about the armbands. And um, I, know, like, I know you have one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like the tail end of that conversation and Pixis kind of just hits her... Um, sounds like how marley does things you know yeah, like dude. it was just or it might actually might even be the beginning of that like when they get to the right after he points at the armband stuff but just so like it wasn't smug it was just so a matter of fact and i heard it and i was like yeah yeah <laughs> that's man. what we've been saying like that's, it is you know, what we've been saying it makes yeah. like of course this the, the fucking armband system has made it here you know what i mean because yeah. like of course that had to happen that's bad what they know yeah um super irritating yeah you know my favorite from that exchange was you know, Yelena saying, you know, you can learn valuable lessons from your enemies because I think she actually might say that in reply to him yeah, talking about yes. Marley. Yeah, I think so. And then, but Pixis comes back and says, most of all, how to make more of them. Yeah. And I was you like, are. yeah, dude, like, you've been listening to our podcast. Absolutely. There's, <laughs> Pixis there's... is like, part time otaku has talked about this. <laughs> this is not going to solve anything. You know, all you're gonna do is ensure that this circle it's a, continues. It's a circle of hatred. We gotta end it. <laughs> the, the he also has a really good line of, and, and I'm I'm totally misremembering where in the conversation, but he he says, "So I don't know if we're fools or if we're wise." Mm. And then she and then she tries to go like, "No, yeah, you're you're, you're fools and you're wise." And then he kind of hits it home and he goes, "Well, <laughs> some people would say like essentially just saying like, yeah, well, like." I'm right. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's, uh, no, it's good. But then the conversation takes a really cool turn. And like, you know, if, if you're doing the, the, you know, drink a shot game every time we use the word zealotry, but, uh, <laughs> like, this is just like a nice little wrap up of Yelena. Just like, cause she kind of warns him of like, Zeke gave you guys the chance. Yep. And then she makes a line and it came out as the most like wackadoo, unstable person thing i've ever heard and the the line goes zeke is the god who will save the world and you have earned his wrath yeah like she has she is so delusional Mm -hmm. about the big picture like she's clearly like in on the euthanization stuff so like she's she's probably one of the only ones that really knows about it i guess yep but for now but you know it's just 
her, her sitting there and just like being in awe and then she kind of returns to this conversation again later like in the following scene mm-hmm. um not with pixis but this is this is some standout stuff and she called this when when they arrested her you know we'll be sitting at the or <clears throat> when they're on house arrest when they came back from marley yeah she goes we'll be dining at the same table again soon like don't you worry and you uh-huh. and i from the moment she said that we're like we cannot trust her i remember being like i don't trust this bitch <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, you know, this was in in some ways kind of, you know, not her episode, but she had like, she played more of a role in this episode than she has in many past mm-hmm. because it kind of reveals how much she knew and she's kind of the messenger for a lot of this. Yeah, she, she was the driver of the plot. Yeah, she does tell Pixis, yeah, the rumbling ain't going to happen, right? Because yeah. he's still under that pretense. Mm-hmm. Um, so then from here we go to prison and we get Jean, Armin, and Mikasa more or less... Um, doing a post-show analysis on what happened. Yeah, yeah. what the fuck did you um, just go through? They're like, okay, so in the Attack on Titan after show, how do you guys feel about what Aaron said to you? I'm sorry. Um, but no, you know, basically Gene asks, like, what's good? What do you say? And they sort of rehash it, and Gene kind of asks what I think we've asked and a lot of people are asking. Like, is he do? Is do you think Aaron would say this to you? Mm. To He doesn't say, like, to protect you. But, like, mm. he kind of says, like, do you think he has a reason, though? Yeah, he says, I think if he was gone, or I think if he was sane, he wouldn't do it without a good reason. When talking about, like, yeah, you know, the, like, the shit he said to Mikasa. Yeah, his severing of the bond with her. Yeah. And, uh, and this, you know, the interesting angle that he took on Armin, and Armin potentially being kind of compromised by Berthold, and mm. so on and so forth. Um, I gotta say, just on this Mikasa thing, while we're here, dude, like... I don't know when I became this person. We've talked about this. Like, why I watch reaction videos. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know who I am. But I do that now. <laughs> you just and, watch reaction videos? Yes. I don't know, like, when it changed. I think maybe quarantine. <laughs> like, sure. Of, like, of shows I've already seen. You know mm. what I mean? It's <laughs> good. It's a nice little time capsule to, like, see yeah. how other people felt. And, like, yeah, I think that's see what it, it in is. the moment. But anyway, I, I was... I watched... the I saw the pilot or one or two episodes of season one... And they talk, they show fucking Mikasa having headaches, in the oh, be- really? even as a child. <laughs> like, they show her having headaches. They, you know, when Aaron's like eaten by that Titan in season one, um, like her will to live before like she knows he's alive again is like all about Aaron. It's like, mm. I don't know, man. He might be fucking right about that. Like, mm. I, I think you and I didn't, you know, I, the reason we were conflicted and are, remain conflicted are, are because Aaron had some pretty good points, mm-hmm. and there seemed to be some validity there. And yeah, that remains unchanged. Terrain. That is that is the thing. Like there is there is validity, I think. Yeah. But to the, take it to a tone like that was very like, yeah. you know, it's I don't know it, the this whole scene. Oh, there's so many fun little things <laughs> in this scene, for starters. If I ever went to prison, I would hope I get put in a cell similar to where these guys are put in. That had a stocked kitchen. It did. You know, they had a full table, like a mm-hmm. large, like, you know, farm table. That Jordan you know, Belfort prison. <laughs> yeah. They had, you know, the, only the heroes of Sheik and Sheena get that prison cell. So, I don't know. It was pretty good. But also, did you notice how fucking swole they were in, like, the animation style they were in that scene? Go back. Armin has the thickest neck I have ever seen yeah, in this show. He, he was kind of different there. Um, All of them. Even yeah. Mikasa and Jean and Connie. Connie was ripped. 
Like, it was just whoever was in charge of this scene just made them pop. Like, I I saw one, like, kind of mean meme of, like, you know how, like, people have been, like, a little hard on MAPPA for sure. uh, for some of the inconsistencies or whatever? Actually, I have a note about that after this. Um, but <laughs> someone posted a meme. It was like, ah, uh, Armin getting that MAPPA treatment. And it was, oh like... Oh, my God. And it was a frame of, like... Uh, from a previous episode or two when his face is kind of like smushed into the table by Mikasa because he takes a swing at Aaron. He just looks fucking cool. Like just the level of detail, I think. I think they just drew him really heavy in that frame. Sure. And then there's a frame from this episode where like at one point he turns, he just kind of has like a very rounded, it's like he's gained weight almost. Like not, I don't think like it's an intentional he's gained weight thing. It's he's at the like, table. It's, I think it's when Gene goes to ask, like, okay, like, what did he say to you? Or like, why yeah. like, Why did Aaron he beat you up? very different. Yeah. He looks like an absolute caveman. Like, it's yeah. insane. It. Like, I, I couldn't. So. <laughs> it's so distracting. Yeah. When those little things are, are jarring, I will say very quickly on the anima- animation thing, because, you know, you and I have largely enjoyed, you know, all of the animation. And then every now and again, there's like a. There's moments bit of a nitpick right um but we're not like these people who are fucking tweeting at the animators oh my god get real yeah that said i've been uh you know looking up like you know not trailers but um just reviews of jujitsu kaizen Mm -hmm. uh because we're considering watching that at some point and like people i think you know this grant but people are talking about how this is like one of the best most steadily consistently best animated shows like ever especially for mm-hmm. a shonen because apparently there's a ton of fights and stuff yeah i know nothing about it but apparently it's all mappa right yeah. Yeah, yeah and you know drawn on a similar timeline as attack on titan which makes complete sense sure if you consider that it maybe it was the same people or the same studio and maybe they had to do that in conjunction with this and we already know that they got like fucking eight months to do this whole season yeah um anyway i just thought that was like kind of noteworthy especially because you had mentioned that they look different this episode yeah it was just it was just that scene because then you cut you cut them you know when you know i guess it can, we can naturally lead to this but yelena shows up mm-hmm. and they kind of there's like another kind of you know like from yelena's perspective looking in on them and like it's like they lost weight again mm. you know it's it's just it's that there's that one momentary scene Interesting. when gene is talking to them about like okay so like what happened up there I'm going to look at that again. And, like, there's a shot on Mikasa at the table and Armin. And, like, they just look absolutely jacked. Like, Mikasa's arms are massive. And, like, she's always had, like, you know, like, not that it matters. But, like, you know, like, a very lethe form. And they've Mm -hmm. always animated her that way. And just to see her, like, kind of bulked up. I thought maybe because, like, their their gear was, like, tight on them or something like that. Mm. But that would, you know, that's just, like, justification. So to you, it feels more of, like, uh, an inconsistency and not a choice. Yeah, and then and then it cuts to like Gene kind of like, and then I noticed it again when it cuts back to Gene, and then it cuts to Connie, and Connie makes the line of, "We all know like Aaron's like a piece of shit now," mm-hmm. and Connie looks fucking jacked. And then it cuts like you know, a, a couple like a minute or two goes by, and then Yelena comes in, and then you know, they, there's like the dis or the con- the discourse between the two groups, yeah. and they all look they all look normalized again. Like it was, I don't know, maybe it, I just. It was, yeah, like, nothing, nothing Not bad. Really. It was just something I noticed. But Armin specifically looks like a potato in yeah, that one Yeah, potato, that one big scene. time. Um, yeah. So speaking of Yelena's uh, arrival, 
she there there's a pretty fucking cool moment here um because she is kind of haunting eh <laughs> yeah she is she's um they've done they've done a good job with her character considering she actually hasn't had a ton of screen time yeah um so yelena arrives and uh gris or grisha you know g-r-e-i-z depending on how you say it mm-hmm. uh is is at her side um he's a you know, he's he was the guy who worked with Niccolo in the kitchen. Yeah, and we should mention Niccolo is in prison with them. He's yeah. in prison with the uh, with the scouts, which I think good company, maybe, good company inside. Yeah, that he's, cell. yeah. I think it you know it, it attests to the fact that at the end of the day, Niccolo didn't really give a fuck about one group's mm-hmm. motivations or the other. You know what I mean? Like his loyalty seemed to be dictated by his feelings for Sasha. I do think I do think the assumption is that everyone at the restaurant is in that cell, including the right. wife, and the family, and kids. Good call. Good. Yeah, because it yeah. was pretty packed. Yeah, um, but you don't so, see them. Yeah, but you hear them momentarily, and I was like, "Oh shit, that was out of nowhere." We'll get to that, but yeah. So yeah. they start kind of arguing, um, and then Nicolo and this guy go back and forth, and you know, Grisha agrees, is saying a lot of the stuff that we've heard before, right? Oh, yeah. he, but he go, he definitely ups it a notch. You know, he goes out to to one hundred real quick on Sasha, basically saying, "Oh, you know." This was salt on an open wound. Yeah, you know, it was you were in love with this devil whore from the island. Like he calls her a whore openly. Says, "You know, I thought you'd get over it when that bitch died." Um, You know, you completely lost. You know, true to yourself. Blah blah blah. He's really attacking Niccolo. Niccolo kind of takes a swing and misses. And I was kind of hoping Niccolo would get a like a shot in. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he's just out of reach, and then out of nowhere, Yelena blows this guy's fucking head off. Yeah. The audio cue, the oh, audio yeah. of the gun going off was like jarring. That was yeah. Like, that was smart. It was really in a closed well done, area. Right? Yeah. 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 That was like, you know, I don't often think. Actually, you know, it's funny I say this because like we'd had like two episodes had like a ten minute discussion on sound design. <laughs> <laughs> I don't often think about it. It's just like you know when it's good and you know when yeah. it's bad, right? Yeah. Um, and this was really good. Yeah. This was like the the way that gun fucking popked. It was like it was a like movie. a cannon. It sounded yeah, like a cannon. It was like the movie fucking Heat, like walking yeah. down Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, she blew his head off, and I, you know, I I liked this line because it it's at least so consistent with her character, right? Yeah. She, you know, she says, "You guys don't deserve to be insulted and called devils anymore." No, yeah, there's no room for that, which was kind of not shocking, but it just goes to show like how dedicated she is to her religion at this point. You know, it's just it's all about the task. It's not about any any of the other shit. Exactly. You know, it's, you know, individuals feelings like small conflicts like this are really outside of her purview. She doesn't really give a fuck. Right. It's Mm -hmm. about kind of the mission. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wants them to be treated, you know, with some dignity, apparently, um, to that end, right? So, um, she basically says, okay, I'm going to tell you about the euthanization plan. And, you know, we don't get it in this moment. Um, but but she basically says, okay, I'm going to give you the reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, though, there's like an Anya Capone moment. Really, yeah. One of the standouts, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about that. Hit me up. Yeah. Well, it was, you know... Because you and I had mulled over the idea of maybe he was in on it and he was kind of playing Hanj in them a little bit. Yeah. I don't think he is. Same. Um, because if you notice, he was he was also at the meeting with Pixis yep. at the table. Yep. Um, I think he was like at her, right, like at her side or whatever mm-hmm. at the table. And so he was there and then he was down here, which I did find surprising 
because I truly believe if Yelena knew that Onya Capone was like kind of with them and kind of siding with like them trying to, you know, kind of sneak their way around like Zeke and Aaron and all that, mm-hmm. she would have wasted him too. Yeah. So, but he doesn't, but then like when his response is, you know, I think it's Connie, it's either Connie or Jean kind of call him out of like, you know, like, uh, or I'm surprised you're here or whatever. And yeah. and he kind of tries to tell him like, calm down. Like, you know, the, you know, just kind of essentially like be quiet, like let everything go down good. Like don't make mm. a big fuss. And then he has the line, he essentially like they, he gets into like this beef with just Connie and Jean. It's just like a scene of the two of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're talking about, you know, he, he kind of just come out and saying this, this was a primitive place, you know, it was a primitive society and, you know, like we, you know, but my all time favorite is their reactions. Yeah. Cause they're kind of hurt. He says this place was in the past. We brought it to the present. And Connie and Jean without missing a beat, he goes, yeah, you guys made sure that happened. Like, you know, yeah. so you're going to be able to enjoy this place when you're done. Yep. And it was just very, like, Connie was just, you know, like, and Connie's got a raw deal. Like, it's nice to have moments with him like this, because he's always been, like, of the tertiary character. And I hate saying that, because he's one of the, but, like, he really is. Yeah, no, I totally agree. He's, he's, like, the total underdog. He's the most unsuspecting, but, like, you know, when he does his job as good as anyone else. Mm-hmm. And for him to stand up and have a line like this, like, right in the season finale, I think it was kind of nice. Because him and Gene kind of played, you know a little bit of second fiddle or even third fiddle this whole mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. and for them to have moments like this of like no like fuck like we're people in this world too because this it reminded me of the scene um with you know uh uh mikasa and armin and they're they're in like that room they're in that suite somewhere and it's raining outside and they're all kind of conversing about what just happened and yeah. mikasa is like trying to defend aaron, aaron and, yeah and connie and gene are like not letting it go like no like look what he's done you know Can't get and they can't give him a pass, and you can see that in this moment they're still following through. Like they, they haven't let go. It, yeah, they haven't let go, and they're also like, it's you know, it's about like Titan powers and histories and legacies and all and all this shit and and royalty bloodlines and da da da. But at the end of the day, like Connie and Jean are like the normal people in the room. Mm-hmm. They're the regu- like the regular people. Like they just you know they just live their lives. Uh, like they're in the scouts and they're very involved in all that mind you but like they're kind of like the arbiters of like the everyman and i don't know that's just the vibe i get from them. it was just kind of nice to have them kind of stick up right at the very end and be no, like, man, no, like fuck you guys yeah i thought that was an important moment um for their characters and it's good to have i think you know some layers to the show right yeah. like you have them having this moment with this guy Anya capone and none of them have had a ton to do this season mm-hmm. but i think everybody no one has missed what has developed between these people um you know that Anya Capone was kind of really welcomed at first and he was like you know there's a lot of complexity to that relationship yeah Yeah. so I think I I agree that was a really really good scene and it was weird that he he got a little pissy that you know he like they kind of well he's like he said it's like you know you guys put me on house arrest it's hard to have sympathy and I would have said like fuck you like what were we supposed to do (laughs) Like, you know, like, yeah, it's like, yeah. well, you're, fuck, you know, all your friends, as it turns out, are all fucking cultists. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I... there, and there you are standing beside them. Like, it's yeah. no big deal. Like, like, it's fucking Waco. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we, we <laughs> so we cut, um, you know, like, like I said, Yelena says, okay, I'm going to tell you about the plan. And then we cut. And now we get uh, Aaron's scene with Gabby. 
And, you know, this is interrupted, but it seems clear that, like, Aaron's plan here is he says, hey, if you want to save Falco, mm. um, you're going to get on the radio and call for help. Um, or you're going to, you know, call, get, call the enemies here, basically. He wants to round people up. Um, so it seems like he's, you know, before he's interrupted, like, Aaron's, like, really going full steam ahead with whatever yeah. his plan is. You know, bring in, get more prisoners, eventually get Zeke. Do there's whatever no, the fuck no, they want to do. There's no pausing. It's it's go go Full go. Full steam ahead. Yeah. Which is just like you know, it's just so fucked because you know we've talked about like what are his real motivations and this and that and like even if he is protecting Mikasa and Armin by pushing them away, it really doesn't change what he's done. Mm. You know, like it's hard to you you have to consistently remind yourself that he's killed children at this point. You yeah. know what I mean? He's killed hundreds of innocents um his hands are you know very far from clean mm. so regardless of what his objective ends up being and whatever if they you know subvert our expectations in some creative way at the end it's like this guy did not get out clean you know no. what i mean he was very much radicalized by you know the environment that he grew up in and he definitely became kind of what he wanted to become when you look at his childhood especially in season one yeah. it's kind of fucked up it's true so i just wanted to make note of that um but anyway you know his his ploy to use gabby here is uh is interrupted because fucking piak walks in mm. and just dusts the one guard and you could tell eric <laughs> yeah. didn't see or aaron didn't see this coming no not at all he hasn't been really surprised too often this season it feels like he's been in control um and in this moment at least for they a do second hint. he wasn't they do hint in the scene, like, immediately, that I think Piet kind of gives it up that she knows that Aaron knows that she was there. Yeah, but... I so th- was he, was he like, leading I don't know. her to Gabby? I don't know, because there's a point I have here, but, like, it kind of gives away the ending. But, like, I think if you, you're listening to this, you know mm-hmm. what the ending is. So I, I could tell you? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah. I think she plays him like a fucking fiddle absolutely because you know she has him a gunpoint she he takes the bargaining power away like you're not gonna fucking shoot me Mm. it's like i'm the most valuable person on the planet yeah um and she says oh you're right and then you know it kind of feels like now he has the power yeah but then she leads him to the roof and when he transforms magath is in the airship saying that's the signal he's transforming therefore that's where his location is yeah so I think, you know, her pulling the gun, her, quote, yielding to his superior bargaining position and then being dragged to the roof is really just her way of him think making him think he's in control so that she could bring him out into the open. Mm-hmm. She fucking played him here. Big time. Um, and we've talked about how formidable Piek is. Seriously. And, like, she's... Yeah. And... Because they make, they make a reference... I think it's, like, the, the Warhammer Titan battle... Um, yeah, it's the Warhammer Titan battle. They, I think they make a point of like how Zeke always has her. Like, you know, he relies on her. Yeah, he says that in a lot of situations. You, yeah. She's explaining the the scenario to fucking moron Galliard because yeah. he just wants to charge ahead. You know what I mean? <laughs> like an absolute. She's dummy. like, listen, you don't need to do that. They're on borrowed time. We just need to protect Zeke. And Zeke's like, yep, that's Piek because she's always fucking smart. And he actually, I think he actually says that's piek for you in like episode two it's like mm. hinted at that early 
yeah. she's a pretty that she's a uh, pretty intellectual and pretty pretty talented at least strategically she's clearly the one like with the most common sense in that crew like reiner yeah. is just a well, I think emotional she's... hollow like oh, yeah. hollow of a man galliard's clearly just a dummy hothead, yeah. a hothead dummy and you know zeke who really knows like you know he's like the leader but like Question he can't mark, get in yeah. his head so like yeah probably she's not exactly like working with a lot there um but when this happens, so she pulls a gun, Aaron does the reversal, which was so badass, just for yeah. what it's worth. Like, yeah. Him pushing, like, how many times have you seen that in a fucking cool movie? And it's cool. Walk into the gun, yeah. And it's cool every time, yeah. right? Go ahead, bitch. Yeah, do it. <laughs> um, but she doesn't. That was a great scene, man. Did you believe her, though, when she kind of threw her hands up and goes, all right, all right. Um, the, you could tell in the tone of her voice. I was like, okay, that's strange. Because she kind of went to, like, ah, yeah, you got me, like... But then... But, but then, like, the way she was scolding Gabby, but yeah. in re- like in re-watching it a second time, she was... She was kind of playing to Gabby, like, the side of Gabby that she knew she could lead a little more of, like, you know... She kind of hinted at, like, the comrade thing, because there's a really good line at the end of the episode um, that I wrote, you know, that I, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it then. But, you know, like, she kind of, she kind of, like, because Gabby, like, is a loose cannon. And that, sorry, there is one weird thing about this scene um, that I didn't like. <laughs> it was, Gabby, don't talk. Gabby, grab the gun. Gabby, aim the gun. Yeah. Gabby, put the gun down. It was like, yeah. okay, like, are you going to you confu- confuse the kid? You're going to confuse the kid here. Jerking around. someone's going to get shot. So, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> chill out. I, I found that very weird. It should have but... been, like, Gabby, practice proper firearm safety protocol. Yeah. Pull your fucking finger off the trigger yeah. <laughs> but no i yeah I, I i agree that was a little janky yeah but like you know i, I gotta say in a, you know at least in this specific moment i did buy it because mm-hmm. you know at the same time we didn't get a lot of backstory on piek we it feels like we got backstory on literally everyone else yeah um but we didn't see really what's been driving her and then she gives this whole thing about her you know her dad or her parents mm. or family and like it's very easily believable Yep. That her and Eldian, like, did this to try and bring honor and benefits to her family. Mm-hmm. And then has realized that, like, her term's almost up and, like, they're fu- kind of fucksville. Once mm. that's, like, that all tracks to me. Yeah, you know what it all I mean? tracks out. She still lives in a fucking awful society, you know what I mean? So, it you know, if she wanted out, that makes sense. So, that made sense to me, but what really sold it was her saying that shit to Gabby. And I think there's a big potential that she meant all that right yes i, think I agree she, she might be smart i think if anyone is smart enough it's piek to be like for her to understand that the, the deck is rigged against them just based yeah. on you know their ethnicity then it's her and mm-hmm. it's also you know kind of in her track to be like well she's just going to kind of use it to her advantage right like mm-hmm. but this moment of her like coming down on gabby i thought was really good because gabby's had so many of these moments and finally she gets a moment like this from somebody she loves and respects yeah you know she's been getting this all from strangers yeah up to now yeah even if we you know the whole even if we are good eldians like we're gonna be slaughtered you know what i mean yeah and that's or or we're still a race of people that was the thing i liked the thing i really liked about her like her explanation of that was that's kind of like what like as fans of the show watching the show it's the most obvious thing that like you know like we're screaming at our TVs. At TV. yeah. it's like they're gonna kill all of you like yeah one way or another like no one you guys are not the winners here you and remain you, a threat there's no gold star 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, the armbands are a gold star, but even that works to Marley's benefit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's still control. It's just, you know, a variation of control. You know, it's... This whole thing, by the way, um, this whole scene is playing with the new soundtrack in the background that I believe they they released in this uh, this oh. season, which is it's the sound it's the same soundtrack as when Aaron is reported to have broken out of prison and he's walking up that hilltop. Oh, and they give okay. him the robe. It's like this yeah. cool like dun, 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 dun. it's like a very very it's not at all like big and heavy orchestral. It's yeah. like a very chill, subtle. Yeah, I really and yeah. I really really like it. I've seen like you know it's apparently like some very well-known soundtrack that's used elsewhere i don't know but there's like cuts of it on youtube and people love it hmm. anyway oh, i just noted that soundtrack was there um so yeah that was a you know i thought that was a pretty good scene maybe before we go just a little further i just mm-hmm. want to i want to take a moment with gabby there um when you know it was it was so strange when aaron came ripping into the room and he just openly refers to as hey brat who killed gabby you know, I was kind of, I was like, ah, Brad, who fuck. killed Sasha. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Wow. No, no. Yeah, Gabby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kill yourself, child. Uh, <laughs> you know, Brad, who killed Sasha. Like, that was, it was kind of like, oh, fuck. Like, that seemed extra cold coming from you. And I'm like, I'm not super hot on you right now, dude. Mm. So, like, you don't get to talk to her like that. <laughs> I really just want an excuse to give you credit, but you keep doing all this mean shit. And, you know, like, this, this just goes to show that, like, a line like for me as a fan, I think I think they have done their job in st- when it comes to storytelling. Is they introduced a character who is so vile to like the fan base, you know, like vile to or like the fan base is vile towards just because like what she stands mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. and to go like for me, like I'm sure not everyone is like this, but when the main character of the show that we've been following for years comes in. And says like a shitty line, a legitimate shitty line about a person that like this character killed that we all loved. I was like, wow, they have shown to me that like they're you know, like Gabby. I have not come full circle on Gabby, but I they have done a tremendous job showing her arc and potentially like the opportunity for her to grow. And you can see every scene we've had with her since Falco got bottled. She is slowly trying to piece together what's going on. Yeah. And she, you can tell, I think, Falco getting... She's kind of breaking. Yeah, I think Fal- her finding out... Oh, maybe that's jumping ahead, actually, now that I think about it, but... No, no, it's... I, her, I feel you. Her, fi- her finding out that Falco has some of the wine mm-hmm. in his mouth, mm-hmm. or got some of the wine in his mouth... Yeah, because that's, like, I, coming up, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's... I think that's her gonna be... I'm not saying, like, there's her gonna moment, be... Not... Potentially, I think she's they had set so many up. of these moments, you know. But one where it actually you can see her taking that step in a different direction. Yeah, but it's the first time for that. Yeah, I and I I think I know what you're getting at, and I totally agree because they did a good job, kind of making Gabby like the lightning rod, yeah, of like just um, Marley and brainwashing, right? Yeah. Um, and you know a lot of the shit that she's done you know the fan base i think really despises her for but like i think you were saying just now like the fact that you really feel for her now yeah like and i really do yeah. and i know that uh you're, you don't agree with this next one <laughs> but i i have become very very sympathetic to zeke like i think yeah he's no for sure more villainous maybe some than than some others but like jesus christ that fucking last episode episode 15 man like that was so well done um but yeah, I think you know that they've they're making these characters complete, 
Mm-hmm. And you can tell that in this moment kind of with Gabby. Like, this this poor girl. Mm. And then, of course, you know, fucking Aaron comes in and, like, just rubs her nose in it. Yeah. Hey, brat. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, even though, you know, maybe he's more, he's the most broken of them all right now. I yeah, don't know. absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I feel you. So, back to Elena and the Scouts. This is basically, like, a cut. Like, it's, you know, they they it's obvious that Yelena has already told them what the euthanization yes. plan is. And now they're just like asking logistical questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I think like, you know, probably some, some of the audience has these questions too. It's like, Gene's like, well, but if we can't breathe, like it's just going to be the old people left. And he's like, nah. And you know, her answer is like, no, no, don't worry. Like you can pass the founding Titan around. And then, you know, Historia has a kid and that person will be around for a long time. And if, you know, as long as you have the founding Titan and you have access to royal blood, then you're fine. Mm. Um, I now understand the significance of her having the kid. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I don't know why I didn't put that together. But well, the like, fact that she's currently pregnant. Yes. Now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Yeah. Because that kid is going to mark the beginning of the end. Yeah. More or less. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, makes you wonder, like. Did they convince her to have a kid? Is this sheer dumb luck? Is she in on it? We've gotten mm. very little historia this season. She, and she's a pretty key character because of her blood. Yeah. And um, we don't really know where she's at. Like, is she being forced to do this? Um, well, they yeah. had, they had like, the military leaders who kind of hit that romance story of, thing. like, a romance. And we never really got it. It was just, like, a, like, hardly. One off, yeah. You couldn't even call it a tease. It was such, like, a momentary fart. You know, like it was just yeah. like it was came and it went, like Yeah. So I don't know where that one is gonna go. Wait, next season, so Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, no worries. So yeah, I don't I don't know how that one's gonna go, man. Um but I guess we'll just have to see, you know, hopefully with the story it picks up a little bit more next time. Um what do you think about Armin being in tears? I ugh, that was confusing. I don't know like, if is he one to bluff like that? Like I think I think he's got the mental fortitude to give it a go. That's the yeah. only thing I can think of is that he's going to try and align himself with Yelena because they're both smart and maybe if he acts as though he buys it cuz they really showed Yelena just kind of like was engulfed in you know like just the life that came you've never i've never seen her with more life when she sees armin's reaction and i was like i wonder if that's what he was looking hoping for yeah you know the other thing you know the devil's advocate you know is armin has been the one firsthand who is probably at this point now officially has the highest kill count yeah solely based on his titan ability and Mm. maybe he really does and armin has always been about peace and he wants to avoid conflict Mm mm-hmm Armin could, there's a very good chance that Armin could legitimately see this, a way to end the cycle of hatred and like, you know, just brainwashing and, and, you know, just absolute maliciousness across like, you know, just like the oppression of Eldia, it's fucked and depressed, depressing, but um, I think there is a chance it could, it could be both. And it kind of hurts to hear that. I immediately thought of like, what if this like Bertold kicking in? Because yeah. Bertold was kind of as similar of, like, you know, he knew the power of the Colossal Titan and, like, how disastrous it was. How heavy that weighs. Yeah. Yeah. And also, man, like, this whole, you know, the the language of, like, 
quote, this cruel world. You know yeah. what I mean? Armin has said that. Berthold has said Like, half the fucking characters in this show yeah. have said that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, from season one. You know, yeah. all the way. It's been littered all throughout the show. So I think that, you know, it's possible that some people will identify. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I the most unexpected moment in the episode by far. Yeah, it totally yeah. caught me. It caught me sideways. Yeah. Um, Yelena, you know, talks about how Zeke's a god again and how... Um, you know, the noble brothers, Aaron and Zeke, will be, their motivations will be spoken about for millennia. Legend, there'll be legends of millennia. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, spare me. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. We, we've been through this. That bitch is crazy. Yeah. So we leave there and we go to Aaron. Uh, and this is the, you know, the, the last couple scenes here are really the climax of the episode, mm-hmm. right? Um, couple important beats, I think. You know, he cuffs Gabby to Piek. Mm-hmm. I think that, a couple good head scratchers in this scene. Yeah, and that's another moment, right? Like, just the the cuffing thing is like, yeah, like he's he's about to use Gabby as a as a weapon, right? Yeah. Um, before this, and now he's using her as a hostage by cut, cuffing her to PX, so that makes sense too. Um, Very fluid decisions. Yeah, it, yeah, it's all tracking, and with this new Aaron that we know, and then we talk about Zeke. Would you? Oh, uh, also. I, I should note, did you catch Galliard in the crowd? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did too. That was kind of cool though, eh? Like you knew some shit was coming. Yeah, absolutely. I knew when she when like she looked and then she did it was so funny too, because they had like the crowd saying like, Oh, that's a Marlian soldier and yeah. da 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 and then she goes like Hi there and yeah. like you know, she does the waving and then it cuts to to Galliard and I was Being like, like what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, Alright, dude, here's your moment to shine. <laughs> like dude, stay cool. <laughs> the whole way the whole way though, yeah. I was I wasn't pausing a lot, but I was pausing every few minutes being like, there's not enough time. No. <laughs> like, there's I not know. enough time in this fucking episode. So I think I knew where we were headed. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, Piek brings up Zeke and asks Aaron if he knows why Zeke can use the spinal fluid thing. Um, because she says that, you know, she's only really known Zeke to be a liar. And the only time that she's heard him tell the truth is when they met four years ago. And, you know, Zeke said that he would come back and rescue Aaron one day. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that? I don't know if it was just, I don't know, uh, Piek was just trying to, like, you know, sow some doubt into mm-hmm. the, the whole organization. Like, you know, clearly she knows the attack is about to happen. So any little, any could little uh, mindfuckery, any little mindfuckery, it, it could be that. Anything she could get in possible. Like, it's, you know, she's on a clock at this point. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's... um. It could be stalling too, because you know the, you know, like the we kind of alluded to that late earlier in the episode. Like the attack is coming, mm-hmm. um, and it is, does seem to be timed pretty perfectly. But um, I don't know. It's but this kind of just goes to show like how I feel about Zeke. This is a perfect conversation for you and I to have because you have a lot more sympathy for him than I do. You know, I I do think he's, I think he loves Aaron, but I think he's using Aaron. I think they're they both think they're smarter than one another. I agree with that. And they're trying to outplay one another without openly saying it and both trying to show, like, they have compassion for, like, their goal. Mm-hmm. So anything PX said in this moment was like, yeah, you tell him, sister. Like, fucking throw his ass <laughs> throw his ass into the ditch. Like, tell him everything. So, But to the fact that PX, who has served under him for so much, it was just to throw him out like that to try and, you know, she, I think she's just trying to fuck with Aaron's head. Yeah. And then hopefully it gets back and then that turns against Zeke somehow. Yeah, I feel you. Um, 
And then she says, like, oh, like, maybe... She even said, like, as though she's taking a guess. Like, the translation was weird. It was like, oh, maybe he has these types of powers. Like, you know, no one really knows how he has these powers. Maybe he can draw out the founding titan's powers. Like, I didn't know what that was. No. That that was just kind of a weird throwaway line. Like, it seems to suggest that maybe she knows more than she says she does. Mm. I, I don't know, but I thought that was just another odd moment. But even too, like the way Aaron turns on a dime on her and like kind of looks at her, but it's 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 oddly timed with as he's turning, the door is also revealing the light. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like Elena's opening the door. So I wonder if he was almost like looking back to her in the darkness trying to get like a read on her and yeah. then, you know, kind of turns away once the light is revealed. Like he doesn't want to show his face or something mm-hmm. to her, but yeah, How it's... cool is this scene though? Um when she walks gabby to the ledge mm. and aaron has the hand behind his back yeah as though he's like he's got a fucking gun yeah that Big i time. love that scene man yelena too also like you can't trust this woman yeah you know and that was interesting yelena protecting her investment there it was that and it was also like piek was coming you know like prior to like you know piek re- revealing her true intentions you know, she was throwing herself at the cause, essentially, you know, to, to just, you know, as Aaron, potentially, you know, like, that was what she was trying to sell Aaron that, you know, mm-hmm. she was against Marley and that they could work together. And it almost like, it almost seemed like jealousy of like, Yelena wants to be the one close to God, not like, yeah, this person that. that just showed up kind of thing. It kind of like, it didn't seem petty. It, it did sound jealous to me. I don't disagree. And, you know, cause like I, that's like a big thing in you know in faith like especially people that are like in cultish like that everyone wants to be close to the leader and they all you know they don't want to share and it's, it's you know and that's, Waco man exactly it's <laughs> you know that's that's how like the cult leaders have so much power yeah you know that they they're able to just you know uh, sway everyone within their ranks to work against each other to you know their own advantage and but um, but yeah I know like just the walk off of her going to the ledge and. And just the way, you know, reveal the enemy and she turns on a dime and points at Aaron. I was like, yeah, fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I liked that. I Did you see it coming when Galliard fucking came through that floor? I, it's so funny. I didn't. Like, Me neither. G- Galliard, I assumed Galliard was right below them. Yeah. And I didn't think I, about it at all. I, I he didn't. killed all those people below him in this transformation. Oh, he must have. Because he's such a smaller Titan. Like, yeah. there's no guarantee they would have heard it, even heard it downstairs. Yeah. Probably. Because do they all put off, like, an energy, like I, a radius when they, when they transform? I think it's a big boom so much as it is, like, a, it might just fucking squish everything around them. I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Because they were all pretty closely knit. They were, like, yeah, all they, very, he was in a crowd at the time. Yeah um but aaron's quick on the uptake you know he loses a leg there but he's he's transformed very quickly in response mm-hmm. um this was his first i think like fully hand-drawn transformation mm. like they're still using a 3d model for his titan but he looks sure. really good well this answers our question of what he was going to look like when he transforms now yes it does yeah and it was just the attack titan <laughs> yeah so actually one of my notes here is like for things in part two you know do we think he has had any practice do we think he'll be able to just look like the attack titan but use the warhammer titans Mm. abilities to 
fight his way out because he's in a bit of a precarious situation here, right? He, yeah. Zeke's not here as backup. Reiner's coming. Piek is there and Galliard is there. And my other note is, does Annie choose to wake up now? Um, oh. I don't know if you know she has any way of really knowing what's going on. Well, but she Galliard's, is in Galliard's been uh, hopping around. Yeah, so there's... there's he he seems to be outnumbered again, but I you know, and there's air support, but maybe one way to even those odds is start you know what I mean? Use the Warhammer Titans abilities to even the fight out a little bit. So who yeah. knows? Yeah, oh. who knows? That's it's that is very interesting. And as this shit kicks in, right, like Marley mm. like pulls out pulls up out of the out of the sky in those Zeppelins, it's it's the same soundtrack that they use in episode one of this season. Where oh, they... it's the they're attacking Fort Slava, yeah, and like you know Marley's like wrecking shit. Yeah, <laughs> as Marley's pulling up, they use that same that same orchestra. Guaranteed, they're using that same tactic. Yeah, guaranteed. Oh, what you think? Uh... My well, they don't so have my... Zeke to use you know the bombs. Oh, that's true. Well, though no. Reiner could jump out of the fucking sky. Yeah. Right. Yeah, oh, I guess I suppose. I hadn't thought about the Zeke thing. But, like, if they don't, don't if they eject, like, inject it directly. Oh, yeah, they could just. They could be doing that. Pop. They could be doing that from they the, you know, the, the blimp. Do that. Um, but, you know, you, it's funny, you know, you had mentioned it, or, you know, we had both talked. There's a line that Piek has at the very end of, I don't trust Marley, but I trust my comrades. Yeah. And the the blimps come in. And the first thing I thought of was, what a switch, what a role. I guess like role rever- reversal mm-hmm. from the original cast to the Marley crew. The like you know like starting of all this, everyone was united. Like Aaron was still involved, Armin. Like the original crew, everyone was tight. And then they're slowly deteriorating away. You know even like Gene and Gene's uh, getting into it with someone about mm-hmm. something. Is it Gene and Armin maybe? Mm-hmm. And and Han has to like no like fucking cut it out like. <laughs> you know we're allies here like you got to be on the ball and marley was kind of scattered they were yeah. the ones like there was like bickering among them no one's really getting along no one trusts all the warrior candidates mm-hmm. and now they are all on the same page and they are the ones invading yeah. right now and it's so, go, go ahead no and that, that's that's more or less it it's you almost know, like, like uh i was gonna say it's almost like a callback like to when aaron had reiner in that basement being yeah. like those those letters didn't reach my family but they did reach my comrades you know what mm. i mean like it, you know there's that level of trust there and it felt like piek knew that backup was coming yeah but i think be, because of her language here i don't trust marley i trust my comrades i think like what we were saying earlier still stands like i think she probably doesn't trust them at all and she probably meant that shit she said to gabby mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there are no good eldians there is no reward and do you know what was also really too an interesting I, I forgot to write it down, but I thought of it now. McGath says the line, like, all right, let's do this. This is for Liberio. Mm-hmm. Can, how shocking is that to hear come out of the mouth of a yeah. Marlian general, probably the head of state right yeah. now, yeah. realistically, you know, like at least a mil- in a military it's sense. always going to be a sense of payback, right? Like, yeah. it's this, like, and, you know, even though it's not his home, but, you know, it sort of is like, but still, like he easily could have said, "This is for Marley," he, but he specifically said, "This is for yeah. Liberio," which is the you know, like, zone, yeah, yeah. So it's you know, I think I'm not saying the Marley crew is gonna be the good guys like next season because I think you know 
but this is going to be the Jaegerists versus Marley. This isn't going to be the original Scouts. Yeah, they're definitely not. The Scouts are not at full strength. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Who's being side under, they go with. Well, it'll be interesting to see if, un, because they're under attack, do they just unite mm. in order to defeat Marley, right? Like, does it matter um, who, what side you really fall on? Like, you live on the island that's under attack, you know what I mean? Or maybe they can't unite because they're all fucking in chains. Mm. And uh, as a result, they're not at full strength. I don't know. I'm very curious about that conflict. Um, I just thought of one last thing, totally unrelated. Did you catch that Mikasa wasn't wearing her scarf anymore? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. That was the only thing. Yeah, she's that's, off. That's some that's some sad stuff. She ain't drinking that Aaron Juju anymore. <laughs> um. So, I, th- you know, do you have anything major you're looking forward to? Um. My, I have one big one for me, and it's that the memory slash time travel plot mm. mechanic wasn't touched even a little bit this season. No, they opened like, it up, and that was it. Like, you know, they, like it's sort of, you know, Falco at one point in the pilot says, One wasn't I just flying around with swords? You know, like, so I don't want to forget that. It seems mm. like, you know, Falco somehow, you know, maybe at one point he has some memories that don't belong to him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, but you know, that big reveal from the end of season three hasn't really been touched. So I'm still very curious about the workings of time and memories from the future and the past and how that all works. Um, and obviously I'm curious about the conflict and maybe Annie will show up, but that's that's kind of it for that's, me. That's what I was going to say. Like, it's, it's, it's funny. Like, logistically, I want to know how Annie wakes up or mm. if, how she's freed. Like... I wonder if they're going to have a scene of, you know, uh, Galliard sneaking away and mm. cracking it open because he knows that trick now. He had to go through it firsthand. Right. Uh, so, you know, he probably never knew that's one of the do features to his power, you know? Yeah. Do you think she's conscious in there? Like, do you think she's just like, in, or do you think she's just been in a coma for these this amount of years? I don't know. I really like, don't know. I, I wonder if she could choose to wake. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard to say, but... Well, you would think... You would think because the Warhammer Titan was totally awake, was totally awake in that crystal, you know, but it's, it's not the exact same type of ability, you know, it's, yeah. it's that's more of like a, like a major function to operate. Whereas like Annie's is a, like a, an emergency shell kind of thing. So right. It was know. kind of her last oh shit measure. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, the Annie, Annie's one thing I'm, I'm curious how that's going to play out. Historia, obviously, um, a little bit more explanation on that. I'd like. I'm curious to see where Levi. Oh, Levi. Yeah. Levi. Zeke. There's just so much we don't know. Yeah. I'm. If there's one thing I'm looking forward to, I'm very much looking forward to Reiner being of clear sound in mind. Oh God, yes. And proceeding to pound the snot out of Aaron, or at least attempting to. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, you know, not to sound like tired of it, but I am ready for conclusion to that arc. Like they really fleshed him out as yeah. a character in this season and i'm really really excited to see where he lands and how that mm-hmm. arc concludes yeah um i think you know just to speak on season four as a whole very briefly i don't know about you um i'm confident you're gonna agree though is that uh, it, this sh- show took me by complete surprise Absolutely. Like, this season, season yeah, yeah. the season in particular you know seasons one through three are amazing you know they they are they do some amazing world building and character development and just like really cool drama and action 
But season four, as it turns out, was a total commentary and critique on war and radicalization and the weaponiz- mm-hmm. weaponization of youth. And like, even that other thing we said the other day, that quote about, you know, how one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. Mm. Like, this show has gone out of its way so deliberately to try and sh- shove it in your face, you know what I mean? That, that, that it has something to say about all these types of themes. And yeah. that is just so not what I thought we were getting into. I really didn't. I, I thought we were going to get so happy high for it. <laughs> high, you know, you know that was that was the nice thing. Like not that we didn't enjoy it, but you know, the first three seasons minus one episode, we were under. We were just in like in a high fantasy world with you yeah, know, the cool. You know, the like the rules were there in front of us, and you know that's that's pretty much. What, and there was a mystery, and that's just what all we had. And then when it was revealed to us, it just. You know, it was just, you know, it's like you said, like, it just shows, like, the, it's just, like, a modern take of the world, like, set in this setting. It's tremendous stuff. Like, season, season four as a whole, I guess this would be a good time to do a quick little transition. You know, we don't want to run too much longer, but, Mm -hmm. like, what are just some, for you personally, like, just rhyme, maybe, like, we'll rhyme off some highlights of the season or favorite moments of, uh, of season four. I think, um, you know, I don't want to steal too many, but I think the time they took those Mm. first three to four episodes, um, the pace that they established, you know, that feels like a risk. Yeah. Um, the time that they took to spend so much time away from the main cast and to force the audience to get to know new characters, Mm -hmm. um, so that they would then have like a vested stake in the drama that then takes place. Yeah. I thought that was like one of the coolest, most like ballsy creative decisions that I've seen in a really long time. Um, Absolutely. I, I love Everything that. in Marley. Everything in the Marley was just a perfectly wrapped Because gift. you care yeah. so much about it when, yeah. when shit hits the fan. Absolutely. What, what about you? Um, so that, I think my favorite, my favorite, you know, I think we've called like an arc of this season mm-hmm. is the time they spent in Marley, you know, from just learning, like, you know, meeting these new characters and, and spending some time quality time with Reiner who was a character I always really liked and you know he was such a conflicted character and mm-hmm. you know they, they they did a really good job of showing where that confliction came from we know why and it all we know why it, it, that that journey was worth yeah. it I totally absolutely agree. and you know like I'm I'm ready for Reiner to you know whether whether he comes out victorious or he comes out you know it goes bad for him like i think his journey is ready to be complete in one way or another and i think he's ready too so i think that's going to be his advantage going into next season um i think another you know to jump into the next one their ability this season to drop a character in front of us and in record time i've never seen this in any media form ever to fall in love with a character or at least like understand their journey so mm-hmm. quickly and so like accurately and, and aptly, mm-hmm. you know, like, but you know, it's whether it's Yelena, Gabby, Falco, uh, Nicolo, yeah. uh, you know, like but those are all new characters and all of them, you, I you feel know? like we have a relatively good understanding of, of where they're at. I feel like I've been on this, you know, like almost, you know, four and a half season or, you know, f- yeah, I guess mm-hmm. you know, three. Yeah. Four and a half season journey so far. It's crazy how they can do that. Like it's, it's what stands out the most to me is their ability to introduce these characters, you know? 
Yeah, and for you to care. Um, yeah, I think, absolutely. you know, you can, like, so many of these shows, I'm not naming names, The Walking Dead, will really <laughs> just, like, put characters in briefly so that you care. So, like, then they kill them so that they can, like, kind of maintain some semblance of, like, shock value. Yeah. Um, but, and that's, you know, you, you can only do that so many times before, like, you know, the audience just stops caring because there is mm-hmm. so much death in Attack on Titan. Um, sometimes that, like you worry like if they do that too much it the audience grows numb and yep. we're nowhere near that if anything you just get more and more invested mm-hmm. you know what i mean um I, I totally agree uh the way they've introduced a lot of these characters has been killer mm-hmm. and what about any anything else for yourself um i think uh it's it's a little late well it's it's sort of related to what i um it's sort of related to the earlier one i said but that whole conflict in marley specific i think the episode when the audience realizes how changed aaron is mm. the basement conversation with reiner yeah might be my favorite episode of the whole season i would agree um, I think so, yeah. you know because we haven't gotten a lot of time with reiner or with aaron uh up to that point we know he's different but we don't know how different and he, in that one conversation, in that one episode, really shows you how much that he's changed, mm-hmm. especially his actions that follow it. But even just in that conversation with Reiner, I think it brought, it solved a lot of things, right? It brought a lot of questions to, to a close. I think that that was probably uh, my other really big noteworthy one. I'm sure there's others that I'm blanking on right now, but yeah, that's probably my other big one. I guess lastly for me is the absolute a banger of an op for this oh, season yeah. dave i am it's so funny <laughs> like every week so i sit good there about it. it kicks in and i just immediately start grooving and i look over and leanna's just fucking you know smiling and you know just, just and it's like i can't help myself it's yeah she it's, sends me memes about it <laughs> i know i know like it's you know it, it's so it's groovy killer. and psychedelic and it's like tremendous like yeah i hope I hope the f- the next one. I, usually they do like every even when they break down mm-hmm. the parts. I think parts they one do. and two they had different OPs. It, yeah. I hope it has a similar style. I'm not saying they need to redo that, and I'm sure if it's completely different, we're gonna love it no matter what. Because that dude, I've been obsessed with watching um, just piano covers of these songs and people's oh, versions of takes and the memes. Like the song, the song fits so perfectly. Um, like you can put into anything. I watched you know completely irrelevant someone made a like a two minute long uh star wars themed like era, like an anime hand-drawn star wars like compilation of like moments throughout the the entirety of the series from like mm-hmm. the prequels up to like episodes uh or episode nine uh one to nine and you know it, it was like super action looked like a total shonen and it was just the song being played over it and it was fucking perfect that's awesome like you know like the Oh yeah, it's I, I gotta send that to you if I haven't already. But it's it, it, it's it's cool to see a song like this kind of transcend lots of mediums. And mm-hmm. I've never seen more like this is cr- like breaking the seams this this season. Like it is getting out into the the bigger world mm-hmm. and all like all facets of media is has eyes on Attack on Titan right now. And I think it's the perfect time to like if if someone's watching or listening to us right now and you know. If this is your first anime, like, wah, you lucky son of a bitch. Like, this is, yeah. this is, this a, is a... This is a big one. I mean, you know, 
we, we get into it every week, but I, I agree with you because if you think about animes that have really defined like a generation or they really define just storytelling in general, you know, I'm not saying, you know, Attack on Titan is like this generation's fucking Akira. I'm not saying that, but it no, is but... it is clearly pushing the boundaries of kind of just what typical anime is, right? Like, yeah. I think a lot of people, like we just said, watch seasons one, two, and three. We're like, oh, yeah, like, it's good, you know, like, some cool fight scenes. And, like, oh, man, I'm so curious about that basement. Yeah. But, like, yeah, season four has changed it. Yeah. Um, it has changed the narrative. It has changed the way people think about this show. It has changed the lessons and the themes that are in the show. All for the better. Absolutely. Storytelling in general is better for it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I agree. All righty. Well, I think I think, uh, <laughs> I think it's I, I don't want to do it. It feels weird I having know. to close out part one of uh, season four. But this is it. Um, <laughs> if you listen all the way, thank you. You've been on this journey with us. Uh, we said our thank yous at the top, so I'm not going to do all that again. But, I'm, you know, it would be crazy not to say just, you know, I'm saying it again. Thank you guys. Seriously. (laughs) If you, if, if anyone listening to this right now who has listened to every episode, family or not, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. This is, you know, this has been truly special for both of us. Big time. Uh, Grant and I, you know, we started doing this just because we wanted to talk more. Right. And I'm so glad that we are talking more and, you know, we'll probably keep doing it just for that. But like the fact that anybody's even interested in what we have to say that, you know, that means a lot. Um, so yeah continue to like comment subscribe or even just listen it's all gravy we love it um this is it for attack on titan season four part one um keep your eye on the feed we'll be back at it uh in no time with probably some uh, my hero but you know until then we'll see you see you next guys plus ultra plus ultra <laughs>